morning. It's February 2nd. It's Groundhog Day. Most of you know by now, Puxatawney Phil has seen his shadow. So there will be six more weeks of winter. Um, anyway, that's the prediction. And today's quote of the day comes from Thomas Spratt, historian from 1635 to 1713. And it goes like this. What you dislike in another, take care to correct in yourself. So, that's the quote of the day for February 2nd. Hope you have a good one. Happy Groundhog's Day. February 2nd, today's horoscope by Linda C. Black Astrology. Aries, demand for your work and attention is high. Slow down for greater endurance. Stretch to avoid accidents or injury. Take extra care of your health. Taurus, romantic illusions could shatter. Fantasies prove flimsy. Don't get rushed into buying or compromising. Consider consequences before making your move. Family comes first. Gemini, focus on home and family. Reduce the level of chaos or uncertainty by making repairs and upgrades. Keep your patience despite frustrations. Finish what you have begun. Cancer. A tech upgrade could support your communications. Do the homework rather than make an impulsive purchase or move. Read expert opinions. Craft your message carefully. Leo. Today could get profitable if you avoid overspending. Finances are in a state of flux. Consider your moves in advance. Hold out for the best deal. And this is Virgo. You're ready for something new. Consider a personal change before making it. Get feedback from someone you trust. Make sure you understand long-term consequences. Libra. Quiet occupations suit your mood. Complete old projects and tidy up to make space for what's ahead. Clear clutter. Consider the past and the future. Scorpio. Rely on your team to surpass obstacles. Stick to one practical goal at a time. Stay objective in a tense situation. You're the stabilizing influence. Sagittarius. Professional challenges have your attention. Practice makes perfect. If you don't succeed, adjust and keep trying. Don't take expensive risks. Persistence pays off. Capricorn. Make reservations and coordinate a long-distance exploration, but wait to launch if you can. Despite unpredictable conditions, you can get through with perseverance. Aquarius, you're adjusting to changes. Plug financial leaks and talk with partners to get on the same page regarding priorities. Share your vision. And Pisces, you and your partner may not always agree, but you can work it out. Stick to basics. Remember what's important and let the little stuff go. And that is your Day in Astrology for February 2nd by Linda C. Black. 
And by the way, Pisces, I'm really sorry. I think I've been leaving off your horoscope. So I won't do that anymore. Bye. February 2nd, The Stain Rock, 1955, Petula Clark, scores her first major hit on the UK chart with a song called Majorca. The single will kick off a string of top 20 hits in the UK and Europe, but it will be 10 years before she gains any attention in the United States. 1956, the Coasters sign with Atlantic Records, where they will record 10 U.S. top 40 hits. 1957, Fats Domino sings Blueberry Hill and Blue Monday on Perry Como's television show. The same year, actor Tab Hunter topped the Cashbox bestsellers chart with his version of Young Love. A month later, the record would rise to number one on the Billboard chart where it would stay for six weeks. 1959, Frankie Avalon releases his biggest hit, Venus, which will reach number one in the U.S. and number 16 in the U.K. Somewhat surprisingly, the record also reached number 10 on the Billboard R&B chart. Same year, former Mouseketeer Annette Funicello sees her first hit, Tall Paul, enter the Billboard pop chart, where it will reach number 7. 1963, the Beatles kick off their first countrywide tour of the UK, supporting headliner Helen Shapiro. John, Paul, Ringo, and George will split wages of 80 pounds, equaling $225 a week. 1964, in response to controversy, Max Firetag, the, fo the publisher of the Kingsman's hit, Louie Louie, offers $1,000 to anyone who can find suggestive lyrics in the song. The reward is small change, considering the disc costs less than $50 to record and has sold millions of copies. 1968, Simon and Garfunkel record Mrs. Robinson, which will become their second U.S. number one and win a Grammy Award for Record of the Year. Simon would later say his inclusion of the phrase cuckoo kachoo is a homage to the Beatles' I Am the Walrus. 1969, Yoko Ono divorced her first husband, Tony Cox, paving the way for a marriage to John Lennon six weeks later. 1973, the Midnight Special premieres on NBC TV with Helen Reddy as host. Wolfman Jack would later take over for an eight-and-a-half-year run. 1974, Keith Emerson's hands are injured during an Emerson, Lake, and Palmer performance when a rigged piano explosion goes off too soon. Same year, Barbara Streisand's The Way We Were topped the Billboard hit parade, becoming her first number one. It would go on to win an Academy Award and a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. 1979, while celebrating his freedom after serving seven weeks in jail for assault, Sid Vicious, born Simon Ritchie, died of a drug overdose after injecting heroin that his mother had bought for him. The 21-year-old had been the bass player for one of Britain's most influential punk bands, the Sex Pistols, which had broken up a year earlier. 1980. Despite controversy over the song's lyrics, which reference had been pregnancy and promote contraception, the English ska band, the Specials, topped the UK chart with Too Much, Too Young. 1989. George Michael accepts an apology and an undisclosed cash settlement from the Sun newspaper to settle a libel suit after the publication printed an article that claimed Michael was drunk and abusive at a party hosted by Andrew Lloyd Webber. 1997, Boy George was roughed up by two bouncers after he tried to jump the queue outside the Ministry of Sound in London, where George had been a guest DJ. 2007, 67-year-old Billy Henderson of the Spinners passes away from complications of diabetes. The same year, Joe Hunter 
of the Funk Brothers was found dead in his Detroit apartment. The 79-year-old pianist had just returned five days earlier from a European tour with fellow band member Jack Ashford. 2009, 50 years after Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper played their final gig at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa, the day the music died became the day the music went on and on. A tribute concert at the original Surf raved on for six hours with lineup of rock acts including Graham Nash, Los Lobos, Los Lonely Boys, Wanda Jackson, Delbert McClinton, Joe Eli, Peter and Gordon, Dave Mason, Bobby V, and Holly's original bandmates, the Crickets. And this was your day in rock, February 2nd. So it's February 2nd, and it's time for my rant. And once again, New York City does not disappoint with supplying me uh, plenty to rant about. Yesterday, it, on um, all the AP, 17 city inspectors accused of exposing construction workers to asbestos. And I'm going to read PIX11's write-up. New York, 17 city inspectors were arrested for allegedly exposing workers to a construction substance that can be deadly, and all for one motivation, cash. It's about people putting their own financial gain ahead of the well-being and safety of New Yorkers, says Staten Island District Attorney Michael McMahon. After two years of groundwork and undercover sting operations Thursday, the Department of Investigation released their report and 17 certified asbestos inspectors were arrested. The going rate is between 250 and 800 per inspection, said Department of Investigation Commissioner Mark Peters. So if you do what I think one person did, that's a million dollars. They worked in Queens, Staten Island, and Manhattan buildings, including a hotel. In some cases, they conducted no asbestos inspections at all. Other times, they concealed that asbestos had been found. A certified asbestos inspector was in Nigeria when he said he was inspecting a property on Staten Island, Peters said. Now, each of the defendants faces felony charges and prison. The inspectors were often brought into a construction site to check for existing asbestos during a key phase, right before a structure was torn down which could send asbestos into the air. It is dangerous when it's dormant, but when it is in the air, especially after demolition, it is deadly. It is toxic, McMahon said. After fake and forged inspections, the city says the risk of asbestos exposure was of greatest concern for the construction workers who were brought into the site after being given a false all-clear. You are essentially allowing all these people to walk into a dangerous situation, Peters said. Oh no, Mr. Peters, you did not say it all. This is murder. You are setting people up to die. It's unbelievable. Why do we have asbestos inspectors? These guys, these guys should be brought up on manslaughter charges because you know what? There are people who are going to die now and there's nothing that can be done. There is no way to undo the exposure. If unfortunately 
and I'm probably, there are people that have been now exposed to asbestos. You can't undo that. These people have the fibers in their lungs. It cannot come out. They are now going to get lung cancer and mesothelioma, and they are going to leave their families, and they are not going to live a long life. It is ridiculous that this should happen. This is complete bullshit, and this should be getting a lot more attention than it is. How many people were exposed? I don't know, in a hotel? Maybe a hundred? Maybe the construction workers plus incidental people. Maybe people who were delivering things, dropping things off. Um, people that were supplying lunches to the site. I don't know who breathed it in, but I'll tell you right now, this is an epic fail. This is an epic, epic fail. In this day and age, when we know so much about the dangers of asbestos, it is unbelievable. It is so be such a betrayal that the people who are charged to protect us from this dangerous substance are the very people putting people at risk of exposure. And I don't think that any one of them should be out of prison too quickly. I believe that we're going to hear more about this in the future, unfortunately, and we never should. We never should hear any more about asbestos in this day and age. So I hope that you understand my rant. I am angry. I'm angry for the workers, their families, and this unnecessary incident. I just want to finish my rant up and say that this action really needs attention from our state, and county officials, they can't be putting their head to the side and say, oh yeah, I didn't know about that. This is on you guys. This is on our state government. Whoever's responsible for certifying these asbestos inspectors, whatever tests they take, wherever it's registered, it needs to be addressed. And it needs to be re-examined, and a dialogue must open, and this must never, ever, ever happen again. We literally will lose lives from this vast betrayal. I guarantee you that. Somebody, somewhere, is going to suffer and die at the hands of the very people who are charged to protect them. And we see this all day long in society. The people who are protecting the vulnerable turn around and become the predator. You see it in nursing homes. You see it in the case of Larry Nasser, who is this great renowned doctor sticking his hand up the vagina of young girls saying, I'm fixing your back. And the parents are like, he must be fixing their back because everybody thinks he's such a great doctor and he's so good with my kids. Totally, totally pulled the wool over so many people's eyes. We have predators in the classrooms. We have predators in our neighborhood. We have predators in our churches. And now we have abuse 
of our construction workers in a worse way than sodomizing someone, a sexual abuse case, because now you've actually known, premeditated an action that can cause death. I am just so angry, and I think this needs to be a bigger deal. I think it needs more attention. I'm angry that there are people out there who are mercenary, self-centered assholes who don't care that a hardworking father who's supporting five kids is coming to a site and now is only going to have maybe 10 or 15 years instead of 40, 50 years because of this inaction, this failed protection. We all know what asbestos can do. And at this point, it should be like polio. We should isolate it, negate it, and be done. No, now we have an unnecessary exposure. Why? Because people wanted to make money. Because money is so important. Money is their God. And you know what? That's a very disappointing God. I'll tell you another thing that I thought about a lot when my dad was sick. My dad spent a lot of time working, and he had his own business, so that was the lifestyle he chose. But there were a lot of missed family functions. There was a lot of time we missed with our dad. And he was self-supporting, and he did his best for us, but he really spent a lot of time with the business and then making all this money to have certain things, travel, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of his days, that last year, he was so sick on a hospital bed and there was nothing I could bring him. There was nothing I could do for him of this realm that would give him any joy. The only thing he wanted was people to talk to him and love him and be around him. And people, you don't get it. Material things are inconsequential. If I handed my dad a stack of $1,000 that year when he was sick, he would not have been able to use it. So I just want to wish you all peace, love, and be kind to each other. Good night. Okay, so here we are. It's February 2nd, and we're sitting at the family dinner table, and we have the Pizza Hut Big Box. Can anybody tell me what they feel about the meal deal that we just bought? I feel like what you're doing right now is pointless. Okay, but that should be deleted. But that's everything I do. Okay, and Eric? It's awful. The meal deal? I wouldn't do it again. No? Nope. And Albert? Could use another pizza. Okay, an additional pizza would mm -hmm. be a suggestion. That would be a good value. A, sug a good value and a suggestion to Pizza Hut. Now, there are wings there, Eric. Cool. So, that might make this better for you? No. No? Okay. And it doesn't make up for anything. Mark, how was the wait at Pizza Hut? I how like is to eat without being questioned. How was the service? How was your service, Mom? Well, I, I, I just ordered it on the phone. Eat That's it. all I did. Eat. 
Well, I'm I'm trying but to. Did they give you a hard time? Did they? Uh, were they no, blue? they were very pleasant. They yeah, asked me if I wanted here. blue cheese or ranch. All they right. asked me if I wanted mild wings or hot. But they didn't ask you. They, they asked me if I wanted cheese or regular breadsticks. But they didn't offer to slice in, to slip in an extra pizza there for you? They did, actually. You could have gotten an extra pizza instead of the breadsticks and wings. Oh, really? Yeah. A medium size. Same size as the pizza, yeah. But I really thought Eric would like wings. He had mentioned wings 17 again, times. Again, you know. I'm trying to please everybody. Again, you, 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 you're trying to be the hen around the house. I'm, I'm just trying to please everyone <laughs> with one meal deal. I thought maybe this Eric would do it. Eric wanted a dog. I'm going to fucking mess with him. So... All right, well, um, I'm signing off now so I can eat. Goodbye.